Welcome to Riders Report, the podcast. It's gone! Oh, what a play! The 2022 Frisco Rough Riders are Texas League champions! Now, here's your host, Zach Bigley. Hello and welcome to Riders Report, the podcast for the third episode of Season 3. I'm Zach Bigley, broadcaster for the Rough Riders, and we're happy to have you along. Our April 6th opening day is right around the corner, and that means we're incredibly close to spring training as well. In this episode, we'll dive into that subject and be looking at some of the former Rough Riders, both rostered and the non-roster invitees that you'll be seeing in Surprise, Arizona for Rangers spring training. Additionally, we'll be chatting with 2022 Rough Riders reliever Mark Church, one of those non-roster invitees to spring training with the Rangers. With February being Black History Month, we asked Mark nine questions about the importance of black baseball, his path, and giving back to his community. This is part of minor league baseball's initiative, The Nine, named after the number that Jackie Robinson wore in his lone season in the minors. It is a black community-focused outreach program specifically designed to honor and celebrate the historic impact numerous black baseball pioneers made on the sport, provide new opportunities for youth baseball and softball participation, further diversify the business of baseball, and embrace millions of passionate fans throughout minor league baseball's 120 communities nationwide. First, though, before we get to that, it's all about this year's Rangers spring training roster. Let's dive right into this episode. Every season, as winter gives way to spring, the best baseball players in the world congregate in Florida and Arizona for spring training. Every team invites all players from their 40-man roster to spring training, and a select group of players who are not on that roster they get invited to big league camp as well. This can be up-and-coming prospects or former big league players who signed a minor league deal with that team. Out of the 26 players on the non-roster list for the Rangers, 15 of them have come through Frisco in the last two seasons, while 22 of the Rangers' 40-man roster have also been Rough Riders. This means that of the current list now, over half, 56%, of the players in surprise with the Rangers this spring will be former Rough Riders players. Starting with the 40-man roster, the former Rough Riders players are led by Martin Perez, who was an all-star in 2022 in the big leagues. He is joined by major leaguers Joe Barlow, Brock Burke, Taylor Hearn, Jonathan Hernandez, Jose Leclerc, Cole Reagans, and Yeri Rodriguez. Zach Kent, Ricky Venasco, Owen White, and Cole Wynn round out that list as the 40-man pitchers yet to make their big league debut. As for position players, 2021 Rough Riders catcher Sam Huff is flanked by infielders Luis Angel Acuna, Ezekiel Duran, Josh Young, Jonathan Ornelas, and Josh Smith, while Dustin Harris, Leody Tavares, and Bubba Thompson fill out the outfielders for the former Friscoers. As for the 15 players on the non-roster invitees, let's dive a little deeper on those guys. First, the pitchers, and we start with starting pitcher Cody Bradford. You'd be hard-pressed to find a more reliable pitcher down the stretch of the 2022 season than Cody Bradford was for the Riders during their championship run. Over his last 12 starts of the year, the lefty out of Baylor went 5-2 with a 3-6-0 ERA and poured in a brilliant six shutout innings with nine strikeouts in his lone postseason start in San Antonio. Bradford has made 33 starts over the last two years with the Rough Riders. Alphabetically, our next pitcher would be Mark Church, but considering he'll be the main focus of the episode and he'll be joining us later, we'll get back to him right before that interview. That leads us to Lucas Jacobson. The big left-hander has dealt with just about every injury in the book, but when he's healthy, he is elite, which warranted the Rangers to re-signing him to a minor league deal in 2023. In 14 games of the 2022 Rough Riders, before three and a half months of another ailment, he owned a 2-4-5 ERA, 
And return to action in AAA Round Rock, finishing off the last month of the season with a 1-8-0 ERA over five outings with the Express. All told, in 19 and two-thirds innings, he struck out 30 batters while allowing just a 1.67 opponent batting average against him. From one lefty to another, the 2022 newcomer to the Rangers organization, Antoine Kelly, strikes next on the list. A trade piece of the 2022 deadline from Milwaukee, Kelly joined the Riders, and the Chicago area native struck out 143 batters in 109 and two-thirds innings with a 4.43 ERA overall this season. Man, a lot of lefties on the list. Here's another. Jake Latz began with the Rough Riders in 2021 and actually made one start in the big leagues that same season in Cleveland. After dealing with a myriad of injuries over the course of his career and only pitching actually eight and a third innings over three college seasons, like many, staying healthy is the utmost importance for Latz. Over 19 games, 10 starts last year in AAA, he had a 5.77 ERA but showed strong signs of improvement after coming back from his time on the injured list. Next is Chase Lee, who's another incredible story. A former walk-on to the University of Alabama who learned how to throw sidearm as a freshman in club baseball and became one of the greatest relievers in SEC history. Lee pitched for the Riders in 2021 and 2022 and won the Rangers Minor League Reliever of the Year Award last season. Suffering from a pair of bad early outings, Lee had a four ERA this season but owned a 2.59 mark in his last 22 games in AAA. One of the most focused on pitchers in all of minor league baseball this season will be Jack Leiter. He's our next pitcher. As if he didn't garner enough attention last year as the 2021 number two overall pick, Leiter spent the 2022 season with the Rough Riders, showing positive flashes with 109 strikeouts over his 92 and two-thirds innings. But he had a 5.54 ERA, and he also walked 56 batters. He still ended the season as the Rangers' top pitching prospect, entering a pivotal 2023 season in his young career. For Ozuna continues to impress as a reliever through his journey from being an infielder originally in minor league baseball, now turned pitcher. The Dominican Republic native pitched in Frisco in 2021 and 2022, making a combined 67 appearances with a 4.16 ERA. In 2022, he had a 2.93 ERA with the Riders before being promoted to Round Rock and finishing the season there. Next is Daniel Robert, whose time with the Rough Riders was short but dominant in 2021. Over his 12 games at the end of the season with Frisco, he had a 2-0-8 ERA and 31 strikeouts in just 17 and a third innings. While he struggled with consistency out of the bullpen for Round Rock in 2022, the former Auburn Tigers' strikeout rate remained high, and he held opponents to a 228 batting average, only allowing three home runs over his 37 outings. Our next man, Avery Weems, began the 2022 season with the Rough Riders as part of their starting rotation, but transitioned to a long relief and spot start role by July. While he got off to a tough start, he owned a 3-1-4 ERA in his last 14 outings, whiffing 55 over 48 and two-thirds innings while holding opponents to a 2-14 batting average. A big piece along with Dane Dunning in the Lance Lynn trade with Chicago in 2020, Weems features a strong fastball-slider combination that could make him an effective reliever in the future. Now on to the position players. Catcher David Garcia starts off that list. Switch hitting catchers are always going to garner attention, and Garcia was named to the 40-man roster in 2021, showing how much the Rangers believed in him. With the Riders in 2022 as just a 22-year-old, the Venezuelan played 66 games, hitting 228 with a 641 OPS and five home runs. Garcia figures to be a candidate to return to Frisco in 2023. 
Matt Watley was the Rough Riders' primary catcher two seasons ago and then the first half of 2022 as well. Similar to the big league's platinum glove winner last year, Jose Trevino, when he was in Frisco, in fact, both players went to Oral Roberts for college, Watley excelled behind the plate and made strides offensively as well. He owned a 615 OPS in 61 total games between AA and AAA during 2022 while throwing out 19% of base dealers. If you've followed the Rough Riders, you know the next man well. That's Blaine Krim. The Mobile Alabama native turned the Mobile Alabama native turned in a 2022 for the ages, finishing top 10 in franchise history in four major categories for a single season, including batting average at 295, home runs with 24, RBIs at 91, and runs scored with 81. His 293 career batting average and 33 career homers in Frisco rank fourth and sixth respectively in franchise history. Grimm is poised to start the season with AAA Round Rock with an opportunity to make the jump to Arlington in 2023. Like Krim, Justin Foscue spent time with the Riders towards the end of 2021 before returning last season. A number five prospect in the Rangers system, Foscue led the team in doubles with 31 while owning an 850 OPS along with 15 homers and 81 RBIs. A second baseman for the majority of his time in college at Mississippi State and his first couple stops in the minors, the Rangers have worked him out at third base and they expect him to play there more. One thing is for sure, when he gets to the majors, it will have been his bat that brought him there. That brings us to the top prospect in the Rangers organization by some publications, outfielder Evan Carter. The second rounder may look like a steal now after hitting 295 with an 886 OPS and 43 extra base hits along with 28 steals over his 106 games between high A and double A last year. Oh, and he ended the season as a 20-year-old with the Rough Riders, and he's going to have a ring on his finger to show for it. Carter is another player who figures to factor into the opening day roster for the Rough Riders in 2023, and he's going to be one of the many focuses of a lot of eyes during spring training. Elio Hernandez rounds out the position players. A longtime Royals farmhand, he spent time with the Riders in 2021 and debuted with the Rangers last season, hitting just 182 over a mere 14 games in the big leagues. He shied with Round Rock, though, batting 298 with an 880 OPS and looks to crack the opening day roster in Arlington as a possible fifth outfielder. Lastly, we circle back to the main focus of today's podcast. That's reliever Mark Church. A young infielder playing travel baseball in Atlanta originally, Church only picked up pitching after a bet. One of his teammates thought Church couldn't hit 88 miles an hour off the mound, but when he hit 90 during his senior season in high school, he thought he might get pitching a shot. Church only threw 24 innings in game action before he was drafted by the Rangers in the 18th round of the 2019 draft. In 2022, Church dominated high A with a 2.91 ERA, but struggled with arm fatigue after his promotion to Frisco. This offseason, he got the call that he was going to be a non-roster invitee to spring training, and he was thrilled. That leads us to our chat with Church. As mentioned before, the interview will start with the nine questions, and then uh, we'll go into the offseason and the expectations for spring training. Enjoy our interview with Mark Church. Growing up in Atlanta, what was your relationship like with baseball? So I, I grew up watching my older brother play. Um, I think I started playing at the age of four. And honestly, like my goal was just to be better than him. So he went D1 in baseball and my only goal to play baseball was to go D1. So that's kind of where I was. And uh, I grew up playing with an all-black team from the age of seven to we're about 16. So we all played together and then everybody ended up going to college or getting drafted off that team. So it was really a big blessing to play baseball 
where I played in Atlanta. What was it like playing with your primarily black baseball travel team? I mean, it was really fun. Honestly, we're the only all black, like real travel team. Most black teams, they play rec, but we're like on the biggest stage and we're going out of town and we're just having fun. And we never really wanted to stop playing with each other. And we still are real tight to this day. We still text in group chats and, and all that type of stuff. One of those guys, Michael Harris II, just won NL Rookie of the Year with the Braves. What was it like to see his success? Yeah, that, that was crazy. We all knew he was good. We knew he was that good, but I don't think we knew that he was going to go up to the big leagues and win Rookie of the Year. So seeing that kind of gave us all confidence, and, and we're asking him, like, questions on how it feels to be, like, in the bigs, and and we're all interested. And, and yeah, seeing that was crazy, but we're all happy and rooting for him. Did he have an answer as to what it was like playing in the bigs that surprised you? He honestly, he honestly, I feel like he has like a pretty cool demeanor to him. So like he was saying like it's, re it's really just baseball at the end of the day. Like you go out there and it's the same game. It's just one more day. What are some of your favorite memories growing up with baseball? I'll say like traveling on the road, to be honest. Like we used to always have a big bus growing up and we used to have all types of music everything just fun and then I remember uh we're about nine we went to the USA uh I think it was like the USA the best 32 teams in the USA and it was in Florida and then it was at like the Disney park and they had like a PlayStation pavilion there and and it was just cool playing against the best 32 teams in the nation where like I said we're the only all-black team in there so it was really cool who were some of the role models that you looked up to in baseball and in life? I say, like, one of my favorite players was growing up, it was Howie Kendrick, because I was the second baseman on my team from, like, ages 9 to 14. So Howie Kendrick is who I looked up to. But when I got to about 8th and ninth grade, I started to see Tim Anderson, and I really uh, liked his style of play. For sure, Kenley Jansen, I like the way he goes about it. I like the way he pitches. I like the attitude on the mound. I love it. How do you see yourself as a role model in the black community at this point in your career? Honestly, I never thought I would make it this far in baseball. So, like, um, we threw a bunch of camps, and we had a great turnout in Atlanta. Like, our Atlanta group out of pro baseball players is, like, really close-knit. So we threw a, um, a real big camp this this winter. And just to see 70 black kids who all are aspiring to be pro baseball players really just, like, gives you motivation on to be the best baseball player you can be because you got so many guys just in your hometown looking up to you. So, I mean, I didn't really I didn't really know how, how big of an influence I could be or how, how big of an influence I am now. But seeing, seeing how many black kids are still – still in Atlanta, still trying to just get to college or get to where I was trying to go, really gives me motivation to to even make it even further. To you, what is the importance of shining a light on black players in baseball? I mean, it's it's, it's very important, only because it's I think it's less than 7% in the game today, so we have to grow the game. In our community, you know, we lose a lot of athletes to basketball and football. It's, it's pretty much the most um, popular sports in our, in our community. But if we just get more black players playing and they see how fun the game could be, then I feel like it'll grow. What did it mean to you to play as the Dallas Black Giants in 2022 with the Rough Riders? 
honestly, it was so cool. I didn't really know who the Dallas Black Giants were until then. But, you know, not a, not a lot of minor league teams are shining a light on black baseball. And just to see that, and I felt because usually they have like a Latin night every week, but to have that uniform really like, and when I put it on, it really meant something special to me. Outside of baseball, how important is it to have an impact in your community? Honestly, that's probably the most important. That's probably what gives me motivation every day, just because I know it's a lot of people looking up to me and a lot of people who want to be in my shoes. So, I mean, I honestly just want to be the best version of myself to, you know, show them that it could be done. I wasn't really a big, big prospect coming out of high school. I really didn't have a lot of offers. So I know a lot of people will relate to my story. And um, so, honestly, I just want to give them hope that it could be done. What is something you would say to young athletes who want to get into baseball? It's way more fun than you think it is. Because, you know, baseball is looked at as a boring and slow sport. But really, when you play it, it's, it's nothing like it. And you really fall for a passion for it. So I'll say, just just play it. Just start somewhere. As we shift gears going into this season, it's always a pivotal year going into your first taste of AA. Uh, so this year, as you got a non-roster invite to spring training, what did that invite mean to you? Honestly, I was really shocked to get the invite. But when I got the invite, everybody was asking me, my mom, my dad, like, am I nervous? And I really, I'm really just excited for the opportunity. I'm, I'm, I feel confident, and I'm just ready to go. What's something you're looking forward to specifically in big league camp? Honestly, just seeing how I compete. I'm a big competitor. I really don't like backing down. So I know that just being there is going to bring out the competitive nature in me. So I just can't wait to compete with everybody else. I know you're a sponge and you like to talk to people and pick people's brains. Who in particular are you looking forward to talking to up there? <laughs> for sure, DeGrom. I'm probably going <laughs> to wait a week to fill them out. But I for sure, that that's one of my favorite pitchers to watch pitch. So I'm for sure going to gonna ask him questions and Evaldi and, and everybody and every, all the stars Martin Perez. I'm just excited to be amongst that group. Something that has stood out with DeGrom is his slider with incredible velocity, and, and that's something you showed as well with a slider last year that reached 92 miles an hour. Are you going to ask him about his slider? Of course. Of course. That's probably going to be my first question for him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to introduce myself and then ask him about his slider for sure. After you get done with spring training, what's your level of excitement for this year? Honestly, I haven't been more confident and in myself throughout my whole career. So I'm just excited to see um, how I compete this year. I'm, I'm ready, though. All right, Mark. Well, whether or not you're here in Frisco, we look forward to seeing you in spring training. And good luck this season. Thanks for joining us. All right. Thank you. That's going to wrap things up for this episode of Riders Report, the podcast. Our immense thanks to Riders reliever Mark Church for joining the podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast to get notified about the newest episode, both during this offseason and when we reach the 2023 season as well with opening day coming up on April 6th. We're getting close. It's going to be a lot of fun. We can't wait. This is Zach Bigley, broadcaster for the Rough Riders, signing off. We hope to catch you on the next episode of Riders Report, the podcast. Go Riders! Riders!